Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, it's been a quiet week weather-wise. And after the last couple, I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think people are probably um, sick of hearing us talk about the tropical stuff because that's all we've been talking about because the season's been crazy i mean it's not over yet but it's definitely slowed down it has slowed down however when we uh look at what our friends from miami are dealing with today we have two areas that we're watching and of course one of them is forecasted to be a tropical storm within the next 48 hours so by tuesday uh and then this thing is still gonna be around come five days through next Thursday. So once the storm does form, it will become Epsilon. Ooh, just plowing through the Greek alphabet. We are plowing through the Greek alphabet. This will be the, let's do the math, fifth name storm of the Greek alphabet. Um, wow. I've already nicknamed it Epic Epsilon because it <laughs> it's EP and EPI and it's, yeah. It so. works. It does. So this area currently is southeast of Bermuda. It is making its way toward the United States. We will need to watch this. However, however, landfall with Epsilon right now does not look likely. That could change. It is 2020. Things have happened. There's also an area in the Caribbean that the National Hurricane Center is watching. Um, chance of formation for this through five days is pretty low at 20%, but an area, again, that they are saying that some gradual development is possible late this week as it moves slowly to the northwest and then north-northwestward over the Western Caribbean Sea. This is an area that is very favorable for development this time of year and this time into the season. So we will watch that as well. So whatever does become of Epsilon is forecasted to basically meander to the southeast of Bermuda. It's going to kind of sit there. It's depending on what model you look at, Bonnie, as you said, uh, before we start taping, it's a U-turn. It does. Yeah, didn't the GFS have it like go through Florida and then like yes. make a U-turn and hit the Yucatan? Like what yeah. is the GFS doing? I don't know. We'll get into the GFS in a minute because the GFS, <laughs> uh, even though it's gone through its revamp and everybody's super happy, um, the GFS is throwing out some solutions in my part of the country, at least, um, that has me uh, digging through my winter clothes. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> hey, good. Get after it. Yeah. And we will get into that here in a little bit. So uh, the tropical season has slowed down a little bit. But the last time this happened where we did slow down, um, we had a tendency to ramp right back up. And I believe that started the Monday after we taped the show. So with that said... <laughs> Be prepared. That's what we do. We like jinx the tropics and things get hectic after we talk about it. So we'll just see what happens when we wake up tomorrow Yep. on what these storms look like. Yep. We'll have Epsilon and then we'll probably have Zeta. And then after that, um, I don't know what comes next. 
well, I know the next letter after, you know, Zeta happens to be, uh, is it, it's ETA, so it's, uh, I don't know how to pronounce, I don't care. It's Ada? Ada. Yeah, Ada. Um, well, it's the I in, mach- in machine, so machine, so, yeah. E as in tetet, so, Ada. I don't know. People are screaming at us like, God, don't you guys know Greek? No, I didn't take it in school. Sorry, my my <laughs> language was Spanish. So. Hey, I mean, if you take calculus, you basically take Greek. So That is I true. Mean, that's true. My brain fried a calculus. So that's that's where it is. Listen, don't worry. I know what kappa is. I know what lambda is. I know what mu and nu and pi and sigma and tau and chi and omega and all the other stuff. The only Greeks yeah, I see, cared about were the so ones on good. campus. The only Greeks I cared about were the ones on campus. <laughs> right. And because Those were the important and ones. And because one of my best friends was a Kappa and my grandmother was a Kappa. I'm partial to Kappas. But that's a whole different story for a different day. <laughs> for a different show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorority stories featuring Bobby. <laughs> Please. I think you should do that. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> I would listen. Now nah, you would be the only one. <laughs> no, nah, I bet you'd get like one or two more. No, I'm pretty sure you'd be the only one. Because <laughs> my stories are quite boring. There's nothing really exciting. But I digress. All right, back to back to named storms in the Greek alphabet again. Epsilon will be the storm that is going to form, um, and it currently is forming. Out in the Atlantic to the southeast of Bermuda, so we will watch that, and uh, we'll keep an eye on what the GFS wants to do with it. I know the I haven't seen a Euro run of it. I just I haven't looked yet today, so we will see. We shall. I think see. we should just keep watching the GFS. It seems to nail it. Yeah, the GFS is. I mean, it's they call it the global forecasting system. Um, sure. Sure, let's let's go with that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know what they're what globe they're forecasting for, <laughs> but not chances. This one. Ch- chances are it's not the one that we live on. Um, and I again, we're joking. We we are joking, and we are happy that the GFS has gone through a new upgrade because finally uh, it's got some more computer power. And I know that this was something that has been in the works for a long time. Uh, the money was signed into law as part of a couple different weather bills, and it's a good thing. So hopefully the GFS well, has got sacked together. Well, and, you know, weather models aren't just, like, something that happen overnight. You know, right. they take a lot of work and right. improvements regularly. So, yeah, we're just giving the GFS a hard time. We are. But we definitely appreciate the GFS. We really do. We really do. And, again, I, I this is where I would normally insert my favorite weather joke when it comes to models. I like the blonde, the brunette, and the redhead. Those are my three favorite models, but. Well, there you go. Yeah. Which one is the GFS? That's the question. <laughs> well, let's have everybody on social media tell us which one they think the yes, GFS is. Because I'm, I'm not about to, you know, alienate nor mock the, uh, the female listeners of B squared. Right. But I know that people are screaming, well, the blonde's got to be the GFS. <laughs> hey, I'm blonde. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why I'm saying I'm not the one saying this. But I know people but are screaming. I'm not this. a natural blonde, so. Oh, even better. Even better. <laughs> and you're not a redhead, so, I mean, you've got all bases covered. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm good. 
I'm good. You're you're like a um you're like the her. You're high resolution. Yes, I am high resolution. You're like a new upcoming technology. I'll take it. Perfect. It works. So that's where we stand right now with the tropics back stateside. Um, we have talked a little bit about going into our second chase season. It's been a little quiet, but there are some signs that we're starting to see things ramp up specifically because we have areas of really cold continental air coming down out of Canada. Now I know Bonnie, you are super excited about this because you are now into the Canadian air mass just outside of Canadian County, but, uh, (laughs) you've had quite the, uh, quite the afternoon already. Yes, it was a little mild this morning, and then around noon-ish, the cold front made its way through central Oklahoma, and we are now sitting at 58 degrees, and it's cloudy and drizzly, and I am in my happy place. She is in our happy place, folks. She has been talking about this for days on end, but it's a good thing. (laughs) It is a good thing. Um, While today there are no real areas of organized thunderstorms, tomorrow is a different story. Uh, We get into a marginal risk in portions of Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, uh, extreme southeast parts of Missouri, and extreme southern parts of Illinois. That cold front gets hung up, and you're starting to get some of that warm air out of the Gulf to interact. And boom, we are in a marginal chance for severe thunderstorms over the area we just talked about. General thunderstorms basically include portions of Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, Indiana, Ohio, other parts of Illinois, Missouri, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Kentucky. So um, while we wait to see thunderstorms, this is one of those areas that we are looking at. And again, it's a that classic spring and fall battle between cold air and warm, moist air. So, Bonnie, there we go. Well, hopefully something happens. We might have a chance of storms later this week when we have another cold front come through after it's warmed up a little throughout the week. So that might happen for us next weekend. Obviously too soon to tell, but it would be great if we could get some storms going somewhere. It would be great. Um, I've missed my boy David Payne. Haven't seen him in a hot minute. I know. Would love to see some, you know, great classic spring slash fall thunderstorm slash tornado slash severe storm setups and Give us some time. I'm sure it will happen. Maybe we can get our tropical curse to work for severe storms. Maybe. Maybe. We need to, like, really work on that. Like, really try hard. We do. We need to wish it into existence. Yes. I was just going to say that. See, boom. We can do it. We can do it. Um, And as you said, yes, once we get into day three, which happens to be Tuesday into Wednesday, uh, the area of thunderstorms expands to most of the... Um, south, well, pretty much all the southeastern United States and back into the central plains, uh, extending up into the Great Lakes region. So thunderstorms are looking more favorable as we go forward. Um, but days four through eight, we are still too, too far away to know. So we will see yeah. what happens. But that's pretty cool. So we could have an active week coming up, a little bit of tropical weather, a little bit of thunderstorm action. Like, so I don't know if like some stuff might happen and aren't you supposed to get like, yeah. Big blizzard of 2020. Yeah. So here's the funny thing. So we mentioned the GFS when it comes to storms. Now, out here in the Pacific Northwest, once we hit October, everybody in the in the weather nerd community, not the professional forecasters, but just the weather geeks, the weather nerds, we start model riding hard. Like it's <laughs> it's something that we look at every day, every six hours, every 12 hours, depending on what your favorite model is. And normally in the past, 
when you look at the GFS, it usually advertises something's coming 10 days out. Snowstorm, cold air, rainstorm, windstorm, you name it, always 10 days out. And so it's kind of one of those things where we just take it with a grain of salt. And I tell people, all right, if it's still here after four days and we get into that like real seven day window, usually by day six, okay, I'll, I'll consider it. Well, <laughs> you look at the models this morning for the Pacific Northwest and all of a sudden day six, uh, the GFS is advertising a very, very early season snowstorm and like elevations below 500 feet are in that rain snow mix category and elevations above say 500 feet, all snow. And I'm like, hold up here. That's October 24th. That's not November. It's not December, January or February. This could be a very, very early snow event. Now, if it were to happen, um, I would literally chalk this up to it being 2020. <laughs> so, yeah, we're waiting to see what will happen. Uh, with that said, next Saturday is our Oregon AMS annual winter weather forecast conference, which happens to be on the 24th, which co- could coincide with a early season snow event. So this is uh, just one more thing that we're watching. And man, I don't <laughs> I'm confused because <laughs> we're not supposed to be seeing it this soon. So with that said, that's why I'm just kind of like, hmm, we will wait. But the caveat here is this morning, the Euro apparently came around to the GFS way of thinking and advertises some cold air coming in with moisture overrunning the top. Oh. Which is a very classic setup for us to get low elevation snow. So, <laughs> with it being See, six days. So, when the Euro, who the Euro knows how to handle winter weather the best. Yes. So when the Euro is a little bit, you know, on board, then, you know, it kind of becomes a little bit more believable. Yeah. Then there's something that we need to pay attention to. So. Yeah. Um, interesting. It is very interesting. And again, <laughs> you know, there are 800 different depictions of the GFS and the Euro in every model, right? Well, one of the graphical outputs has, like I said, snow pretty much all over the Northwest state of Washington gets hit. Oregon gets hit, but my thinking is, okay, unless the atmosphere, you know, and the atmosphere is not incredibly warm right now, we know the sun doesn't do a good job of heating things up, but I mean, we can still hit, you know, 75 or 80 in October, so I'm like, this has got to be some real cold air if it's going to be dropping snow levels to valley floors or to sea level, because this time of year, it takes a lot of cold air to prime the atmosphere for snow, so. Hmm. Yeah. Let's Plus your ground temperatures, I'm assuming, are still pretty warm. Oh, yeah. They're easily above 50 right now. There's no doubt about yeah. it. So, so you know, again, it's going to be wait and see. I, I think it would be more conducive to have a snow event after, say, maybe like being in colder air for a week, mm -hmm. if not, you know, three or four days. But we'll see. I mean, if Denver can go from 90 to snow in one day and it can stick and accumulate, I see no reason why Portland can't. I agree. You're just as good as, as Denver. Like, yeah. I, I think you could totally do it. I would hope so. But we'll, I mean, I, I guess it's now wait and see. So this is just one of those things when you wake up and you have to, you know, double check that you're still not dreaming. <laughs> and, you know, you have to verify by looking at multiple sources and you're like, okay, well, 
This is what it does indeed say. I'm not going to sound the alarm yet because, you know, maybe me doing Facebook snow videos is a curse to those happening, but I guess we'll wait and see. Well, and, you know, snow is the most fickle, finicky weather ever, and one day, like you said, it could be here, you're going to get a blizzard, 12 feet of snow, and then the next day it's like, I'm just kidding, it's going to be 100 degrees outside. So, you know, it's really, yeah, like you don't want to jump the gun and get too excited, but also you want to keep an eye on it. Yes, you do. And so we will keep an eye on it. Um, By the time we take the show next week, we will either be in snow or we will be uh, talking about another great opportunity wasted. (laughs) Yeah. Another, you know, GFS letdown. Right. And they seem to be lots of those in previous winters. But we'll see what happens. We will see what happens right now with... You know, maybe the upgrade actually worked or maybe, you know, the additional computing power, you know, is come up with variable solutions. I will say this. We still don't have enough data being ingested into any weather computer because we have like six data points to the West. People are like, well, what yeah. do you mean? There's no data points in the ocean. And commercial flights are still extremely limited. So we're not using data from planes. So... While the computer upgrade may be great, if there's no data being fed into it, what good is it? So we will see. That's a good point. We will definitely see. It's one of those questions that uh, we wait and see. Like I said, I say that a lot right now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But you know what, though? That's like winter weather motto right there. Right. Just got to wait and see. (laughs) And I hate it. It's not fun. No. Nobody likes waiting. No, they don't. They really don't. It's not fun. No. Waiting, and I, you know, I'm trying to be patient, and I understand that patience is a virtue. So, shout out to all the parents. I don't have. <laughs> yeah, right. Shout out to all the parents. Yeah, to uh, that are teaching the children that. However, I think Amazon Prime does away with that. Speaking of Amazon <laughs> Prime, as you guys know, I work for Amazon, and we just went through Prime Week. So, God bless you all that uh, spent money and bought things. We appreciate that. Thank you for keeping me employed. Um, you gave me an extra day of 12 hours of overtime. So, thank you for that. Um, wow. However, if I have to <sighs> more packages, that's all I'm going to say is more packages. <laughs> we had a lot more, a lot more <laughs> like to the tune of a hundred thousand more a day that than we normally have. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I bet you like have nightmares about just packages burying you and like, you know, what's funny is coming from a radio and TV career of 20 years. I still have the dead air dream in radio, and I know that um, you know my fellow my fellow radio people have all had that. I have yet to have a bad dream about working at Amazon with packages, but I know that's eventually coming. So, yeah, well, especially now that you just said it, like it's right. going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't had any any nightmares or bad dreams about that. But like I said, give us some time. <laughs> Well, when it happens, I want to hear about it. Oh, I'm, uh, we'll, we'll make sure that you do. We will make sure okay. that you do. Speaking of all the weather nerds, I'm starting to get messages from people. Bro, have you seen the GFS? Bro, have you seen the GFS? Yes. Yes, I've seen it. Let's take a deep <laughs> are breath. Are we putting a lot of weight in it right now? Yes. No. No, I'm not, but they are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. we got to make it happen. got to make it happen. got to make it happen. Let's let's take it. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Let's, let's take it one day at a time here. Let's... uh you know, not lose our heads over something that's so far away. Right. And it's, it's only six days. So we're within that window of, okay, this could, this could happen. So. 
We still like, don't jinx it. Yeah, exactly. Knock on wood, which I'm not, because I want it to happen, but <laughs> it is comedy. All right, so we've talked a little bit about what's going on today and in the future, but what do you guys have coming up forecast-wise for Oklahoma City? Well, I don't know if anybody remembers, but last week I said we're going to have the big cold front today, which we did, and that the high tomorrow would be 56. Well, the high tomorrow is going to be 57. Wow. So pumped. Yeah, so are you busting out your scarf and your jeans and your, like, down vest? Yeah, and my, like, furry boots and yeah. all of that. Yeah, like, I am, like, it's getting real. And But the only deal is that we're going to warm back up in the middle of the week to, like, upper 70s, blah, 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 which is still comfortable. Like, it's not hot or anything, but it's, it's nice. And then we have another cold front coming at the end of the week. I can't remember if it's Friday or Saturday, which is going to bring – some rain chances, possibly severe weather, but that like it, it doesn't look as good as it did for severe weather a couple of days ago. So we'll we'll just see if that changes throughout the week. But yeah, we will have another cold front come through. So I'm excited for that. Well, that is fantastic. I'm glad you finally are going to cool down a little bit. I know that you've been waiting for that almost, you know, nonstop basically. Yeah. I, know now I just needed to stay and not this up and down thing. Right. You know? Right, but again, I mean, you are in that part of the country where that does happen and tend to happen, so. Yeah, until, really until like November, December, and then it finally just stays pretty much cold always. Good. Well, let's keep it that way. Let's keep it that yeah. way. Uh, out here in Oregon, uh, temperatures today will top out somewhere in the low 60s. We will start to cool off a little bit. You look at the forecast discussion as, you know, the weather guys are looking at this possible cold snap coming in and basically like, yeah, everything looks good through midweek. And then we basically diverge into two possible solutions. It's always two. It's always two. Yeah. Yes. It's always it will. one extreme or the other. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it will. Or no, it won't. So <laughs> to quote them, going into Friday and beyond, ensemble members begin to diverge into two primary camps. One with a broad, cool trough developing over the Pacific Northwest. The second tending to maintain a Northwest flow over the region as troughiness. Great, great word, by the way, troughiness. <laughs> as troughiness develops over the middle of the U.S. and a ridge offshore strengthens some. The first scenario would likely result in cooler than normal temperatures, lowering snow levels, and chances for rain. The second scenario would tend to favor seasonable temperatures and reduce chances for showers. <laughs> See, again, either yes or no. Now, the very next line is great. At this time, there's no solid signal or trend as to which camp model will favor going forward, much less a specific scenario. <laughs> wow, this is so helpful right? and very full of information. The latest, <laughs> speaking of information, the latest information shows deterministic models have come closer together in the Zero-Z forecast run from yesterday, favoring the wet and cooler pattern Friday into Saturday. For the time being, we will continue with a broad brush forecast carrying chances of showers through the later part of the week with temperatures running a little below normal. <laughs> so we'll take both camps. And we'll just mix it up and we'll spit out a solution. Eh, maybe some more rain, a little bit colder temperatures. <laughs> to sum up, that's where we're at. Yes. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Thank you. So there you go. Now you can prepare for slightly below normal temperatures and moisture of some kind. 
Yes, and as I said, this Saturday is our winter weather forecast conference for the Oregon AMS. And you know what? It would not surprise me if we were to get snow showers that day. And the reason why I say this is usually, usually it is sunny and temperatures either in the mid-60s or mid-70s. It's very rare for it to be cold on the day that we do this. We have had days, we've had one year specifically where we had like severe thunderstorms pop up in the middle of our conference and all the chief meteorologists who like for the TV stations basically all left and they had to go to work. And so people are like, what's going on? Like, why are they leaving? Like, well, they're just, you know, thunderstorms in the area, blah, blah, blah. And boom, within five minutes popped a severe warning. And we're like, Oh, gotcha. That's awesome. That was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to see everybody have to scramble to go back to work. So, but everybody was checking their phone, looking at the radar, weren't really paying attention to the presentation. That was fine. <laughs> so, see, you're like way overdue for winter weather to happen at your winter outlook meeting. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, we are. Like, we are. It's time. <laughs> right. So we'll we'll see what uh we'll see what our so-called quote unquote experts believe will happen this winter. Fingers crossed for mountains of snow. Yes, especially in the valley. (laughs) I would love to see Portland shut down, not for riding, but for snow. (laughs) Sorry, not not to get too political there. (laughs) Not like I'm jaded or anything. Yeah, right. Snow's way better, though. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yes, it is. Snow doesn't leave graffiti and broken windows behind. Nope. All right. Well, that's what's going on in the weather world. <laughs> I wish there was more. <laughs> we do. And I'm sure that, you know, there is, but we've just chosen not to talk about it. Well, I really don't think that there is. But, nope. you know, now that we've said that, it'll change. So just give us a week and we'll come back with more exciting stuff. Because exactly. Because now we've said something. <laughs> that is very true. And again, our eyes still are on the tropics. We're seeing mm-hmm. what's happening uh, with what will become Epsilon. So, oh, man, here we go going to be it will be interesting to see what happens and when it's all over all of the people who work in nhc are going to take a long vacation as they should yes as they should well bonnie it's been another great edition of b squared u weekly weather podcast i am bobby in oregon and i'm bonnie in oklahoma and we'll be back with another another tropical update and snow next week bye